Wow. Well, welcome. What a great way to start a holiday weekend off. That was obviously Joan Jett with her song, Bad Reputation. And welcome to a special show today. This is Red Velvet Media Blog Talk Radio. And we're doing a special show with uh, the Indie Cafe with my co-host Spencer Drake. And we have a special guest today with us, Kevin Kerslake, who is going to be here talking about his latest directorial effort, which uh, I don't think it's an effort. It's great. It's an amazing documentary. I got to see it a little bit early. And uh, it's Bad Reputation. And uh, I have Kevin in the studio along with my co-host, Spencer Drake. I just want to let everybody know this show will be available afterwards on iTunes and also on Blog Talk Radio, Red Velvet Media Blog Talk Radio as a podcast. Um, the chat room is open if you'd like to go in there. And if you'd like to call in after the first 20 minutes or so, you can call in at 347-677-1036. We are expecting a few guests to be calling in for the show. And with that, I am going to bring Kevin into the studio along with Spencer, and we are going to talk about how this all started. And uh, if Kara, if you're listening, a big shout out. Um, I know I invited you to listen to the show today. So we want to thank Kara and Pure Music for such great music. Um, Kevin, are you there? I am. Greetings. Oh, greetings. I know we sound <laughs> like we need to do the Vulcan hand sign when we say <laughs> greetings. Um, Spencer, welcome to the show. So for um, everyone listening, you know, a lot of people have to know who Joan Jett is. I mean, it's like if you don't, you know, just like pick up some music, listen to it. Um, let's talk a little bit about who you are and how this uh, bad reputation, this documentary, which is amazing, by the way, um, premiered at the Sundance Film Festival in 2018. Um, amazing music, and I just loved the you know documentary with Joan itself. It was just fantastic. So, why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about who you are and uh, about this uh, documentary and a little bit about you know, how you got into this. Okay. Um, well, Joan and I crossed paths several years ago. I did a music video for her, uh, for a song called Any mm-hmm. Weather. And um, I sort of uh, cut my teeth in the music video world with um, with videos for a lot of the bands, sort of like um, late 80s, early 90s, and up through the mid-90s. Um, a lot of the uh, sort of the bands that came out of the punk rock world or, or uh, you know, all... Uh, the indie scene, and um, so uh, I think because of that, I sort of uh, you know cross. I mean, I was a, I was always a fan of of Jones. You know, obviously um, mm-hmm. up through the years, she was she was pretty iconic and 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 also amazing for one that's always stayed true to her you know her ideals and 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 you know, stuck to her guns and and um, and just kept making badass music basically. So. Um, when it came time to do a film, you know, there were, everybody in the in the Blackheart universe, um, you know, they sort of wanted mm-hmm. to marshal the forces. So they they tagged um, my direct my editor uh, on the DJAM doc, uh, Joel Marcus and I to to um, you know wrap our arms around it, and so we dove in and and uh, 
you know, I've been working on it for the past year or so and, uh, you know, having a great time and, and, you know, doing some deep dives into different parts of her life. And, uh, mm-hmm. and you know, just really wanted to tell the whole story. You know, obviously the, the, the run, they'd done a film, she executive produced a film on the runaways before, which sort of told that part of the story. But, but, you know, Joan was out of that band by her late teens, you know, 20, 20 years old. So, you know, there was a, there was a lot, lot of story left to tell, and uh, and that's really what we focused on. Yeah, I think, on it's, incri- I think it's incredible that you're yeah. able to. I want I wanted to mention oh. something. Oh. Uh, I just wanted to mention, Go Kevin, it was quite amazing. You got, I mean, I designed six albums. I want everybody to know I designed mm-hmm. six albums for Joan Jett and the Blackhearts, Kenny and Merrill, Carrie Ann. I was very close with and. Um, they're a big part of Judith and I, our design life, and uh, a lot of those covers in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame permanent collection. But uh, I just want to say that you did a great job of, of, which I think was very difficult, to really tell her whole life and bring it into an uh, amount of time in a film. You know, I really got a picture of, uh, of her whole life, which is very difficult, right, Kevin? Well, yeah, it's, it's, she's she's lived, you know, she's crammed a lot of stuff into those in, into, you know, those years, and and uh, but I think stylistically, you know, it, uh, it it doesn't make sense to not tell the story in, in the same way that she sort of makes music, which is just, you know, put your foot mm-hmm. to the floor. There's 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 no uh, there's no fat to it, and and uh, you know, t- just just make it fun and 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 uh, and furious and 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 fast and 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 uh, so. I think that was, you know, under those sort of governing principles, <laughs> it, it, it was, uh, yeah, it was, a, it was a question of basically how everything got crammed in. But, but I think mm-hmm. that um, it was, you know, the the mission was to really wrap our arms around everything and 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 mm-hmm. and make it comprehensive. Yeah. And uh, so I felt we should that we did that. Good job. You know, I want to ask a question. How did you feel when you saw the final project? at Sundance when you were able to, you know, when it premiered there, um, it must have been just like such a really good feeling to be able to see the final project. Did you, were you happy with it? Oh yeah. I mean, it's, it's such a reward actually to be, to be welcomed into that universe. Um, you know, mm-hmm. Sundance, is, is, Sundance is obviously pretty esteemed <laughs> when it comes to the festival mm-hmm. world. Um, and so, um, it was, you know, I have to say it was it was pretty surreal in a, in a way, just because you know all of a sudden you're you're cooking along with with uh, with Joel and and uh, you know a few other people, and um, mm-hmm. you know it's a t- team the, the team that made the film is pretty small, you know, like like most docs, and all of a sudden mm-hmm. you know you're sit, you're sitting in an audience with with a couple thousand people, so um, yeah, that's a it's disorienting in a way, in in, in a great way, and mm-hmm. uh, oh, and it was sure. pretty pretty joyful and then get to getting to see something that you did you know i wanted to ask uh when you were doing the documentary were there parts of the documentary where you were talking with joan that were more that stood out more to you than the rest of the film or the rest of the documentary i should say well i think that uh you know it's it's no secret that that women in rock they they have uh you know they they have their work cut out for them just because they're 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 trying to make their way in a in a man's world and um mm-hmm. so i think that was always going to be part of the story i think that what what became really um 
demoralizing, I guess, in in, in a uh, in, in a way, was just to the the legacy of resistance and and uh, and even abuse. I think that 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 um, that she got, and obviously the other women get. Um, right. You know that that sort of mm-hmm. it was just it's so relentless on a, on a, on a on a daily, if not you know hourly, basis. So I think that. Um, you know, really trying to 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 do a, a deep dive on that and and tell the story, um, tell that story from the inside out, and and also just you know do do what we could to uh, to help dismantle a lot of that uh, a lot th- that institution, so sort of the, the the male institution, you know, which is which is um, you know it's it's lodged in there pretty pretty securely. Um, I, I, one thing you brought out in the film that uh, I was really impressed with, uh, of course, there's many things, but one thing was the relationship between Kenny and Joan, which was like best friends and a very tight relationship, right, Kevin? Oh yeah, they're kindred spirits, and I guess so it's hard to separate the the, the the two. And 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 it's you know it's it's such a rich collaboration. They they uh, you know the music that they make together. Um, it's still fresh. They actually did a new song for the for the for the end credits, which which um, which it can stand shoulder to shoulder with any song that they've they've done, um, you know, throughout the years. So I think that uh, yeah, to see to see the fireworks between them, you know, which is it's 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 very cinematic in a way, but also I I think just just the 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 nurturing part of that relationship where they're teasing out you know the best in each other. Is um, it's it's pretty fascinating to see. And I, used really to, I used to go to a lot of the Joan studio. Um, you know, when she was doing an album, I'd always get invited to go to the studio. And what I found was that it was a very cl- close knit family, which which I was a part of and Judith were a part of for many years, and we still are, I believe, because they they treat us like family. If Joan's playing, we're there, you know. And and it's just that what I picked up going along with Joan and Blackheart is that that whole family, Merrill, Kenny, Carrie Ann, Joan, the, the whole tight knit family type thing, which is not normal. It's very different than a lot of other people. It's usually manager. You know what I mean? Manager to musician. This sure. is like a family, right? Yeah, completely. I mean, Joan is part of that family. I think that she was sort of adopt, adopted in, uh, and, and, uh, and has, has, uh, you know that's traveled down generations. Kenny's daughter, Kenny Merrill's daughter, Carrie Ann, and then and then and then her daughters as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that you know it's the the other thing that's really interesting is in 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 more detail in a sense of artistically. Um, you know, Joan obviously has a punk rock sensibility. She's she's uh, she's uh, rugged and 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 uh, you know sort of a ferocious. Um, on on stage and and you know her growl is is iconic, and I think that you know that married with Kenny's pop sensibilities just because he came out of the bubblegum world. Right. You know I I think that's probably responsible for a lot of the um, the, the longevity of their relationship mm-hmm. artistically mm-hmm. anyway, and um, mm-hmm. and it still keeps bearing fruit. Well, what's you know what's you know, interesting for me is the bad reputation area of that that album. Where he gets together with Richie Cordell, and I, I remember Kenny had to sell these albums out of the trunk of a car. He was telling me, you know, literally. And in those days, when that album was uh, signed to uh, what was it? You know, the label. I forgot already. Uh, but you know, that was a big thing. That bad reputation area, where it kind of builds 
starts to catapult her career, right, Kevin? Completely, yeah. It's, it's all good. Uh, the dog. I hear the I dog. know. Sorry about that. <laughs> He's cute. No, no, don't be sorry. It's about it's sorry. about time for the the mailman. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, I think it's it, it's interesting because once once she broke away from the runaways and 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 hooked up with Kenny and Richie, um, they uh, you know they they did they they recorded an album that that uh, well first of all a bunch of songs that 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 were sort of seeking a home you know in, uh-huh. in, in an album, and I think that um, you know a lot of those there were a lot of really major hits on there. Um, and that ultimately became, you know, top 10 or top 20. And they got a couple dozen rejection letters from, from music labels for, for various reasons. And, and so being resourceful in a, in a, in a way that really hadn't been done before, they, they did start selling albums out of the trunks of their cars. Uh, well, I guess Kenny's Kenny's office was was you know the the, the main car <laughs> or Kenny's car was. The main car. <laughs> but, uh, That's great. But um, you know, and that and that, you know, the success of that and just seeing, um, you know, seeing that really take root, it really, um, it it made them realize that they didn't you know need the fat cats and the suits with cigars, uh, you know, to to anoint them, uh, and they just started you know they created their own label. And uh, and you know Blackheart was formed right then, and and I, I think that ultimately became an inspiration for a lot of other artists who were suffering oh, definitely. Um, similar yeah. similar fates, you know, because they were making music mm-hmm. that just wasn't mainstream, and and um, and and uh, you know I was it was like DIY, you know, version 1.0 in a way. That. I have to tell you a story that's very interesting. I got a lot of stories, but this one's really interesting. I was supposed to Spencer design for does Benetton. have a lot of stories. I was <laughs> I, was, I was supposed to uh, uh, design for Pat Benatar. I don't think you know this, Holly. And Chrysalis literally flew me out to L.A. right and wined and dined me at Chrysalis to uh, to uh, design for Pat Benatar. Believe it or not, at the beginning of her career. But I got back to New York, and Rick Shore at FBI Agency tells me, Spencer, I want you to see Joan, and Merrill and Kenny want to see your portfolio. So I go down to see Joan play, and by the way, she opened up, listen to this, she opened up for James Brown. Can you imagine? She opened up for James Brown. And so I see this incredible show. I go backstage, give her a portfolio. But the thing that drew me to Joan, which you know, Kevin, Joan perspires on the stage. I mean, it's like she really gives to the audience. And I said to myself, I'm going to design for her. <laughs> I want to design for her. I didn't care. It was like the way she was as a person, uh, the giving she gives to an audience. And Benatar, to me, ran around with a microphone with great songs and her husband, incredible band, right? And she had great songs. But she would walk around, and Joan would, pers- would perspire. I said, that's the person I want to work with, right? And that started my launch with her. But Joan is a very, um, you know, you know this, Kevin. She's a very... Uh, incredible on stage and she perspires and gives to the audience and gives more you know what i'm saying right she does she's a hard worker yeah she uh she 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 earns her keep and i also think that she just wants to you know i mean there 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 are a number of artists obviously that 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 
that give it all every time. You know, Springsteen obviously is is, is one. I think Joan is Absolutely. right up there. And, and yeah. Um, yeah. you know, just like doesn't leave anything left in the tank. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, um, Kevin, I wanted to ask you your whole reasoning for wanting to do this. I you gave a little bit of background on it, but how how was it for you when you finally got the okay, hey, I'm going to be doing this uh, documentary on Joan Jett. I mean, was it surreal to you? Because, I mean, you've worked with some pretty iconic people like Nirvana, Green Day, R.E.M., Prince. I mean, you know, this is like another person that's very iconic to you. How did it feel to you when you were told, yeah, this is a go? You know, it felt really... It actually felt really fresh, just because you know, obviously, a lot mm-hmm. of those. Well, the, the common denominator among all the other bands is, is that they're they're mm-hmm. male, and and so, um, but Joan can go toe to toe with any one of them um, as oh, a guitar yeah. player, as a singer, yeah, and, and not that there's not mm-hmm. that there's a competition, but actually just that it's sort of the the the, you know, it's the best tradition of 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 rock, and and the fact that mm-hmm. it tugged on punk rock roots, which are which I you know have a a soft spot in my heart for, um, I think, you know, that was really, um, it was really interesting as a, as a, as a canvas, so to speak. And, uh, mm-hmm. and obviously the dynamics that, that, that she's faced within the runaways, um, you know, against the industry and with the industry, you know, different parts of the industry in terms of how, how she had, um, forged great relationships with certain artists who, um, you know, were kindred spirits. And a lot of those people end up in the movie, you know, Ian MacKay, Billy Joe, um, uh, Miley Cyrus. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, there's a, there's a ton of a ton of people who are Iggy that. Pop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, uh, and I think that, you know, it's been tough for all those people as well. And I think that, you know, to, you know, the plight of the artist in, in the, in the world is, um, it's it's always a fascinating subject just because you know every every artist has has their own sort of unique experiences but i think that um you know jones as 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 a woman um you know that that offered for me some some uh, and Joel, i think some uh you know some some new real estate to explore uh and oh, yeah. and uh, yeah so that was probably the, the the most rewarding thing, to be honest, was actually just to dig down yeah. and to and to help dismantle some of the uh, you know to tell her story and dismantle some of the um, the structures that are still in oh, place. Oh, absolutely. Um, holding. Well, I'll tell you, there are a ton a ton of people that have seen when I announced the show um, on our network and on Facebook, and also wanted to you know, let everyone know that uh, this movie is going to be available to the public when? Because there's so many people that have asked me. They cannot wait to see it. So Magnolia picked it up after Sundance, and and it's Mm -hmm. um, going to be released September 28th in theaters. So um, throughout throughout the nation. Um, I actually don't know if Canada is part of that, but, um, yeah, I I hope it is, obviously. Yeah, because I've heard, yeah, I've heard. Perfect. Go ahead. Yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't um, mean to cut you yes, off. Yes. No. So it's uh, and then and then after that, you know, it'll be it'll traffic into uh, the normal um, sort of channels of distribution. You know, with with uh, SVOD and 
you know, you can see it on iTunes and things like that. But I think theatrically, oh, just, to, just to be able to see it on a big screen um, and to hear the big sound, you know, there's a lot of music in the in the film, mm-hmm. and it really mm-hmm. it really drives, I think, the the experience. Um, so I think it's going to be it's going to be pretty great to see it in theaters. And she's on tour right now too, I believe. I know she's coming yep. out here next month. So that's kind of cool. Um, you know, this is, I think the mailman's there, Kevin. I know. Um, sorry. Second wave. <laughs> no. no it's either right. that or the pizza animal. guy, Kevin. It's either the mailman. Yeah, the pizza guy. Pizza. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, you know, Spencer has, uh, you know, his own background in history with, you know, Joan Jett and the Blackhearts. And I know with his designing and with his designing career and just working with different people, I know that he had mentioned a couple times that, you know, one of the albums that, uh, what, what album is that, Spence? Go ahead and talk about that. Well, there's an uh, album, album that's shown in the movie that I, I I've, uh, Kevin, thanks a lot for putting the album cover in, uh, Glorious sure. Results. And that Glorious Results album was at the beginning, it's very interesting, the jump shot photo that's very famous in Joan with the, the jump shot picture is at the point where it's right after I Love Rock and Roll, but that's a downside of Joan's career with MCA, you know what I'm saying? And kind of mm-hmm. like I thought to myself, they're not going to put that album cover on at that point. If they're going to put it on, it's going to be in a high point of her life, you know? And you put it in, in the high point of her life where it starts, she starts to increase, you know what I mean, in her life, and... um uh, it was very nice of you to do that, and um, that album was a big album, actually. Glorious results of a misspent youth. Yeah, it's funny because it, it's uh, Kathleen Hanna from Bikini Kill. She she refers to it in in an interview. Um, yeah, yeah. She's, she's she's telling a story, and and uh, so yeah, we try to we try to sneak a lot of that stuff in in terms of you know the sort of you know they're the markers in a sense of of uh, you know. What what was going on in her life and 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 when, and um, you know she had a she's had a funny uh, history with with major labels. Um, you know, obviously everybody has every, everybody wants that machine behind you, in a sense mm-hmm. to 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 be able to, you know, get your voice out to the farthest corners of the universe, and and and, and that's easier for majors than it is for for indie labels. But um, no. she's. Uh, you know, it's, you're still wrestling with with uh, impulses and sort of uh, different concerns of of labels that 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 you know aren't really necessarily about you, but about other things that are going on. So, the MCA the MCA experience was was um, you know one of those sort of had a lot of promise, <laughs> but then but then it sort of you know it it uh, it, it did a little nosedive. Uh, just because, but she's because doing of, so well now. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. 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 She's. T- it's funny oh, too because she's. She's gonna do. Um. She's gonna do shows on, on the off days. I think. Um. In in different parts of the world, but but this summer tour. Oh, awesome. Actually, she's mm-hmm. she's um she's traveling with Sticks, touring with Sticks and uh, Tesla, mm-hmm. which is um right. interesting. You know, she bridges so many different worlds or genres. That uh, you know she can play, uh, you know the Warp Tour, and then do a tour like this, and uh, and it all fits sort of within the universe 
that she I got, did. I got to bring one point of her life that's out that's brought out in your movie, of course. But she was nominated. I'm a member of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and the and the Grammys. And um, but anyway, mm-hmm. uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame always puts this fan vote on. And for a number of years, Joan was always on that list. You know what I mean? And the fans would vote for her, but she wouldn't get in. And I said, I think she's actually coming up, Kevin, to her last year of, 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 of availability. And she got in. And so I said, oh, my God, it's about time. But that was, that's a high point you bring out in the movie where you show clips of the, uh, of the induction, right? Yep. Yeah, she, uh, yeah, she had played. Um, I mean, that was obviously a, high, a highlight in her, in her career. And I think that it does because it's, you know, a lot of her peers basically vote her in. Um, you know, there's a there are um, it. It's an acknowledgement of 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 you know how much of an impact she's had on the world of rock, and it and it was sort of oh, a absolutely. It was mm-hmm. it was uh, sort of a sin, I guess that that you know it had been uh, it had taken so long, but I think um, you know they finally woke up. <laughs> and and we're, listen, hey, listen, I got to tell you we something. We have a Tom, guest on the phone, Spencer. Holly, I got to tell you that Tommy Price was. She wanted Tommy Price to get an award. She wanted right. Tommy well, Price. Right. Well, Tommy, what I wanted to say was Tommy was on the phone right now. He's Good. calling into the studio. So Perfect. let me bring him in real quick. Hold on a second, Kevin. Yeah. Perfect intro. Tommy, sure. are you there? Hello. Hi, hey, Tommy. Tommy. Hey, Tommy. Hi, hi. Tommy. How are you guys doing? How are you? How are you? <laughs> hey, Tommy. Tommy. I want to bring out, before we start, I want to bring out Tommy. I just mentioned you because I know Joan. Joan wanted you to be inducted in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. You know, I just brought that up uh, before you called in, just before. And right. uh, you should have. I mean, you were with her so many years, played with her so many times. And besides being an incredible drummer, you deserve to be in. That's a whole other story, you know. Yeah, thank you, thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, uh, it is what it is. I mean, they, you know, they, I, 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 um, you know, I know, I know their, their their whole thing is uh, the record or records that made them uh, that was at the height of their career. They wanted the, them players. Uh, uh, you know, to be up front, and um, there's nothing wrong with that. That uh, I'm all for that. So um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, it is good to get an acknowledgement that uh, that 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 they uh, still care and and um, and uh, want me there, and that was good enough for me. Yeah, yeah. How how'd you feel about the film? You saw the movie, right? Yes, it's spectacular. I'm very proud of it. I, I, I think, uh, yeah. I think it, all the way around, it was just perfect. It was, uh, it, it was uh, a good, good um, representation of of Joan and things. Um, real documentaries don't really get into, you know, like how she started and how mm-hmm. they they got Black Heart Records you know, selling records out of the trunk of Jack Kenny's car and all that great stuff that you don't hear about in, in, in other documentaries, you know, like, um, so it's, it's, it's very, uh, it, yeah, it's, it's, they covered a lot of, a lot of good stuff and, um, it's stuff I even, um, to, you know, that I even, I wasn't aware of. So uh, mm-hmm. it was great. Right. It was fantastic. Yeah. 
And that, that's what, Kevin, huh? that's another thing. I've known Joan's life for a long time, but there were a lot of things you had in the movie I didn't know about. You had some really great stuff in there, information. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. You know what and I wanted been, to say real yeah. quick was, Tommy, I'm so glad you're here today because um, you mm-hmm. crossed my mind so often. And I know oh. that we have a show coming up with you very, very shortly, but... Today's show yeah. was really special with Kevin in regards to Joan Jett's bad reputation, and I wanted to say really quickly, if you missed the beginning of the show, you can tune in on iTunes and also on Red Velvet Media Blog Talk Radio and listen to okay. it from the beginning under the Indie Cafe. Yeah, Tommy, so Good how stuff. are you? Good stuff. I'm, going, I'm doing great. Just um, I, I finally got my record together and, and um, my solo record. And, um, That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think I think we might. I think I think uh, we spent we sent a few a few copies to you guys. I um, do. I have um, a copy. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah, we have it. Yeah. Great, so, great um, album. I mean, great album. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. So. And, um, um, and how how's everything else? Everything else is great. good. Yeah. Yeah. Everything's good. That's yeah, awesome. I'm feeling great. Yeah. My my uh, my uh, my medical uh, issues are. Finally getting cleared up, and um, good, I'm, good. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling very All good. All right. Very good. And, um, well, I want to thank you and your wife yeah, sure. for both sending me the I just wanted to give you a quick shout and, um, and, and congratulate Kevin again. And, thank um, you, sir. And, and um, tell him about what a wonderful job he did. And I, I will talk to you guys very soon. And by then, maybe you can give me a little bit, uh, critique my record a little bit, Spence. Yeah, you know? We definitely will. <laughs> oh, it's, it's awesome. It's the best. Okay. It's very, very good. good. And you too, Holly. I listened to it. Good. I thought, okay, good. I, I listened to it, Tommy. It was, it's very good. I like good. it a lot. It's, it's going to be a good. great interview. I'm looking forward to it. For me every too. one of our listeners, just, um, it's a TBA to be announced. Uh, we have a date. I'll be putting it up shortly. So uh, we'll have Tommy Price back on with his newest project. And uh, thank you, Tommy, for being here. It really means a lot that you called in. Well, thank you guys for having me on. And and, uh, I will talk to you guys soon. Good. Great to talk to you, Tommy. Take care, babe. Take care. Okay. So, Kevin, um, when you got Tommy involved in the film, what was that like for you? Um, What part... You know, like, how did that go? How'd that feel? You know, that? you know, he's such a he's such a gem. I uh, you know I first mm-hmm. met him actually when we did the Any Weather video. So um, you know mm-hmm. he's he's uh he's such a badass drummer and and uh, yeah. and really he really is. fun to be around. You know, salt mm-hmm. salt of the earth, but also super funny. So I think uh, you know, very to, funny. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, what about all the other people that you had to interview to go along with this bad reputation um, documentary? Um, tell us a little bit about how that all worked out. You know, the people that were behind the scenes involved in this. Let's talk about yeah. that. Well, I think that uh, you know, talking to Joan and and Kenny and Carrie Ann and and really trying to get um, mm-hmm. perspectives about. Um, you know all the different parts of her life you know who could speak to to her um sort of place in the universe uh with some authority and passion so i think that um you know we sort of marched through uh uh friends family 
um, a, a lot of fellow musicians, um, you know, some of the some of the people that she worked with. Uh, you know, Joan's done a lot of work with the military. Um, it's sort of post USO, I think, but but uh, you know the 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 people, the general that was responsible for bringing her to Croatia, uh, and then you know all the subsequent um, uh, work that she did in Afghanistan and um, in Iraq, and then um, and then also uh, you know let's see, I'm trying to think if there's it's funny actually because she's a lot of people from completely um even op- opposing parts of the universe you know you've got Nikki Haley uh you know on one side you know who's the US ambassador mm-hmm. to um to Shepard Ferry who, uh, you know the artist who um who is uh you know I, I would I'd hazard mm-hmm. a guess basically also, <laughs> you know, he's on the other side of the yep. political spectrum but I think that um mm-hmm. you know uh Jones sort of the the uh, the connective tissue there. I think that it's 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 really interesting to actually talk to because I uh, it's it's probably no secret that Eileen left also and 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 uh, but it's interesting to talk to people who who are on the other side of the aisle so to speak and 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 right. and find you know common common bond <laughs> common cause uh, you know where, oh, where it, it might be difficult. I mean that's the great thing about music. You know it just it's the great equalizer. And uh, you know, unfortunately, other politics sort of factor into play. But um, sure. and then also, we also touched upon um, you know different people who who are pivotal in um, in uh, her her um, human rights and, and animal rights work. You right. know, she works with um, uh, Farm Sanctuary and the Humane Society and PETA, and and uh, you know, she's she stands up. Jones stands up for the underdog, and right, uh, and, and so yeah. you know, giving giving a voice uh, to people who aren't as lucky maybe as as she is, or uh, but need to be heard. And, uh, and and she's also very supportive of her fans. Uh, like uh, they did, she did a concert out in Long Island. I was invited to by Kenny Merrill and Julie Ray. Free concert, and it was for the Who tour that uh, the. The kids or people who couldn't canceled. go to it, she yeah. gave a free concert. Mm-hmm. You know, she gave a free concert, and so I mm-hmm. thought that was really great. That's the way she is, right? She goes uh, totally. to her fans also. You know, Kevin. Yeah, she is. She doesn't put on any airs, and like all, all that, all you know, all the. That's the one thing that was really great, actually, working with the entire Black Art Universe is that they're, they're super down to earth and they're they're mm-hmm. real people. Mm-hmm. Right. And right. uh, you know they just want to play music and have a good time and and and, right. and do the right thing and right. and uh, you know it's like it doesn't <laughs> you don't need to dress that up you know that's uh, that's sort of just soul food by itself so I think that um, that's you know, so every, awesome yeah, yeah. She's, um, you know Kevin I had a question for you for all the fans that are listening because I know a lot of people are really waiting with faded just they're waiting for this film to come out this documentary to come out. What would you say to them about this coming out? And, um, because there's a lot of people listening that are really waiting. Because I've heard from a lot of people saying, we can't wait. And these are diehard Joan Jett fans. Right. Oh. Well, go see the film. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, yeah, I don't and think, I think you're going to have a problem with that. I, I, 
I don't think it's going to disappoint. I think that, you know, the, uh, it hits a lot of notes, you know, throughout the, you know, just like Joan's life does. So I think that, um, you know, we, we, we were really interested in telling the story sort of from the inside out, you know, with, right. with, with, you know, that, which is, which is embellished by sort of, you know, uh, perspectives outside of hers that, that, uh, that, you know, can, can push the, the the story along and 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 have insight into you know the sort of you know what's so special about her. But I think that there's a lot of Joan in it, and uh, you know in a sense it, it is told from the inside out. You know she's 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 telling her own story and and yeah, yeah we're lucky. It pulls we're lucky. You in. It pulls, yeah, with, like with docs, obviously. Yeah, with mm-hmm. with docs, you know, a lot of times they're made. The decision to make them is you know long after you actually have access to the people, you know, for, for one mm-hmm. reason or another. And, and I think that, you know, Joan is still like as relevant as she was in, in the, in the beginning and, and through the, the, you know, the peaks of her career. So I think that, um, you know, that in a sense is also, is really inspiring. And, um, and I think that, you know, sort of celebrating a, a life like that, which is really special. Um, and then also, uh you know i think the inspiration when i when i think about like what i want people to walk away from um mm-hmm. you know, obviously having an appreciation for her life but I, but i also think um you know being inspired to pick up a guitar or or do something that you that you may have been uh, afraid to do because you're afraid of you know how people might react to mm-hmm. it you know that whether it's a sound that you make or or a painting that you paint or you know something else even outside of the arts and i think that um you know joan's story is so inspirational in that way because you know she blew she never ever caved to those sorts of fears and um and was rewarded for it you know just by making yeah. great music and uh you know being being free to fail is one of the most important um things that you learn you know when you're when you're when you start making noise as a musician or or you know do things as a film you know it's like you just got to take the chances you know everything will work itself out i i worked you know i worked Evan. i worked with the ramones you know i did a lot you know i did album covers for the ramones a lot of dead boys a lot of punk groups and sire i know joan was close to that i think that's one reason i got in with her because i was such a rebel in a sense and she has that uh character you know personality right you know what i'm talking about all positive but uh that punk thing she has a lot of that punk thing in her and you feel it you know what i mean she's like uh no holds barred uh no rules that's it you take me for what i am and she plays that way right which is incredible you know what i'm saying yeah yeah and uh and and i the integrity i guess of 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 you know what she's done um you know it's so solid basically just because of that but it's like you don't have any questions that she's you know she's earned her stripes and she's the real deal yeah, she is. She is. Yeah, that's what came across to me yeah. when I saw the documentary. It was very real, and mm-hmm. I felt like, you know, it was like one of those right. unplugged-type documentaries where it was like there were no hold bar, you know, nothing held back. She felt and said what she really was really going on with her. Mm-hmm. And uh, her whole... Um, you know, the way that it was done with her descriptions of everything really was very touching because it almost felt like, you know, a moment that you had to be there for. 
when she was discussing certain, you know, situations and about the music and the people she'd worked with and met, it just was so, it was so, uh, you know, insightful to the people that wouldn't have that type of experience or be able to understand it. She really does put it in a way where people really understand. So the documentary is very well done that way, you know, as far as you got somebody that really was a great subject and a great, you know, uh, point of interest to be able to, you know, discuss this with everybody. I thought it was done very, very well, and I want to thank you, Kevin, so much for bringing this to the public, you know, so people can really see the real story. Yeah, well, she made it easy (laughs) or easier. Mm -hmm. I mean, just because, you know, she, she does have that, you know, she, the way she tells stories, you know, they're they're mm-hmm. she does it in a in a visceral way and I think that, you know, yeah. Joel and I really really um we're really focused on uh, you know, bringing those stories to life with with other stills or, you know, video that that we sourced and um, you know, and trying to put you there, you know, at that time. I mean, the the, the it this spans, uh, you know, a pretty pretty good chunk of time, you know, from Mm-hmm. Let's see, probably mid '60s up through up through current, you know, modern day. So, um, mm-hmm. but I think going back in time and 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 uh, you know, those are some pretty colorful eras. You know, the '70s, '80s, '90s, and the aughts. You know, that that uh, especially the early ones. That um, you know, there's everybody goes to those those eras with a, with you know some baggage. But I think that um, you know the the punk rock aspect of it you know that's not necessarily like you know the day-to-day aspect of it um those aren't necessarily known you know to to a lot of people so um but for joel and me that was you know we're super passionate about that stuff so it Mm -hmm. was fun to actually you know dig dig into the crate so to speak of of um you know how we can tell those stories with with images that were um evocative yeah, Kevin, oh, you know it's yeah. interesting how you uh, – there's one part of it uh, I have to bring up. I just thought about it. It's how Kenny and Merrill first uh, picked up Joan from the Runaways. You know, that's an interesting part because a lot of people don't know that, right? You know, how she was chosen by her them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, yeah, because I think that Kenny had been um, – Toby Mamis, who's, who, uh, who managed – uh, the Runaways for a bit. Um, you know, he had always thought that that Kenny would be a great match for Joan as a songwriting partner and, uh, yeah. and producer. And um, so when the Runaways were uh, when they blew up, um, I, th- you know, he he took another run at the wall, and uh, Merrill convinced Kenny to actually uh, go meet Joan. Uh, mm-hmm. Back in LA, I think I think mm-hmm. I think they're in England at the time. So he flew back and, and met her, and and you know Joan. The Runaways had just broke broken up, and that was, you know, the Runaways were just. I mean, she was she was nineteen, twenty years old, and she's you know that's her baby. You know, she right. started that band, and right. and and it was like it was twenty four seven for her. So mm-hmm. the the effects of losing, you know, something that you love so much. Um, and all the all the you know various relationships that that, that came along with it, um, that was it, it had a pretty profound impact on Joan. You know she actually got so sick um, 
which we, we you know, I think it's sort of from a broken heart that she yeah. almost died, end up yeah. in the hospital, and and uh, but anyway, I think uh, you know, Kenny met Joan. They saw something in each other that that um, you know really fit, and um, you know, she, he, he he sort of bootstrapped her up out of the out of the blues, and and uh, and she just you know she tapped into back into I think you know what what you know, where music came from in her, in her universe and in her heart. And, and, um, yeah, it was on, it was, it was up, up and away from that point on. I mean, I, you know, part of my life, I got to tell you, it's a great, great story, but Polly, I just got off of Bon Jovi and Polly Graham wanted me to uh, design for Lita Ford's album, you know, Lita Ford from the Runaways. And I said to myself, okay, then Kenny called me up. (laughs) And this is a funny story, Kevin. And he says, you know, Lita and Joan don't get along. And I said, uh-oh. Then I said to myself, oh, my God, i got to make this major decision. Am I going to do Lita's album, or do I take a chance with not knowing anything and pursue Joan again, but I don't know if I'm going to have anything? And what happened was I did not. I turned down Lita's job, Kevin. I turned down Polygram, which meant I was out. But then Kenny gave me five, and Merrill and Joan gave me, Six albums to do for her. Can you imagine this? She, they gave me six albums for her. And I thought that's a great story. But that's the story of Lita and Joan. And they, they were apart for a while, but then later they got back together. You know, they're on friendlier terms right now, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they definitely are. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Kenny and Joan, that's, I mean, everybody trippy. in that universe is, um, you know, there is a, um, they're loyal people. And I think yeah, that, they um, are. you know, once you're in, I think it's, you know, they really they really treat their people well. Let's, let me tell you a story. Kenny actually called me up one day. You'll love this, Kevin. And I was waiting for a check, and he told me how to get my check through Steve Lieber, his money man. Actually told me what to say in the office to get my check. I, I never, I to my day, my, and I've designed with heavyweights, you know, and all sorts of great, right? No one ever did that. No manager, I mean, they've helped me out, managers, with money, sure. but... Kenny was that type of person. He he was really, you know, if you were in that, like you're saying, you're in that family, he'll do anything for you. But by God, if you do anything wrong with Kenny, he's got the heavyweight lawyers, you know. I mean, you don't have to tell a story about Kenny. But he's a great person, um, and he's very dedicated and very uh, family person. And that meant a lot to me and Judith, and we were in the family, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I really love being around them. It's uh they're 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 great people. Always a good time. You know, they're wonderful. Well you people. know what I wanna you know what I wanted to ask you, um, in regards to the filming itself, how long did it take to really do this documentary? How how long was the t- what was the timeline on this? Yeah, I think that it was uh you know, roughly around a year. Um, which is mm-hmm. a it, it, which is a pretty short time when oh, when uh, yeah. when you consider other docs. I mean, you know, the DJ AM doc took probably about three three and a half years. Um, so, uh, but I think that a lot of the a lot of the um, material had been harvested um, by the time that I came on board, uh, and um, just by the Blackheart University. You know, that 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 mm-hmm. tends to be uh, to take up a lot of uh, time and, and effort. Uh, is just like okay. Well, you got to. You're going through all the different 
eras it's like where are you going to find that footage you know and chasing people down who who shot it and and uh you know what the what the best material is and and then you know that always you always get suggestions that you know so and so shot it so it's everything's like this crazy sort of treasure hunt you know Mm -hmm. and um but i think that um you know the the because some of that stuff had had been done before you know it it Mm -hmm. made our life uh, our lives a lot easier. Um, right. It's still, it's still, um, you know, we 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 had some sleepless weeks, you know, not days, but 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 weeks. So it was, it was uh, oh, wow. uh, a. It, oh It's hard to do any film, but I think. Let, that let me tell you something. You had very good editing. Who did the editing in the movie? Joel Marcus. So very good. We, yeah, we've yeah we've worked together quite a bit. He um he was the editor on the DJM doc. And uh, ah. he's a he's a DJ himself. He's you know he's got a very musical sensibility, and uh, and grasp for history. He's he's got you know his his politics are are aligned in the same way that that Jones and mine are. So I think that. Um, oh, that's great. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I think the mailman's God. back. <laughs> or the UPS guy. Oh, it may I be the know. pizza guy. Don't don't kid yourself. Maybe the it pizza is. guy. Yeah. Well. I think Kevin w- would make himself a uh, good lunch, huh, Kevin? Yeah. <laughs> I know postal where he's at. Postal worker tartar. Yeah, postal worker tartar. Well, you know, we both want to thank you both. Uh, we both and we both want to thank you both. We both want to thank you for being here yeah. today because this was like a very important show to both of us, and um, we would like to make sure everyone knows. The film, the film's going to drop in September, and uh, be on the look for it. It's Joan Jet Bad Reputation, and Kevin, um, you know, we want to both thank you so much for being here today. And Spencer, did you have anything more that you wanted? Yeah, to Yeah, I definitely want to talk say about? Uh, definitely. I definitely have to say uh, to Carrie Ann, who produced the one of the producers of the film, Carrie Ann Brinkman and the daughter of Kenny and Merrill, and to Kenny and Merrill, thank you so much for being in my life and giving me Joan Jett Blackheart love with our music design, and just uh, to Kevin for his wonderful work. And uh, I have to ask you a question, Kevin. Is that going to mm-hmm. be on a DVD, you think, eventually? Ultimately, yeah, I think so. Yeah, so. that'll be cool. Yeah, and I, I want to thank you, Holly and Spence, so much for having having me and, and, and You're supporting You're so the welcome. Yeah. Yeah, we love you. It was really awesome. And we want to have you back when you're working on your next project. Yeah, definitely. uh, Good, good, good. Yeah, (laughs) and I want to say to everyone, today is uh, leading into Memorial Day weekend. We have a great song to end with that will be great for Memorial Day weekend. But we want to say have a safe one. Please don't drink and drive. And... um, yeah, if you missed the beginning of the show, it will be available afterwards. So check it out, and it'll be featured a featured episode too. So Kevin, we want to have you back. Is that cool? We'd love to have you Absolutely. back when you uh, I'd love good, to work good, on good, something good. new. For sure. Okay, well, we'll, Spencer. Yeah, we'll talk about some new projects. Thank you so much for being here. Oh, thanks, yeah, Holly. definitely. Thanks yeah, and with that, we're going to end our show with a song called Cherry Bomb, which is one of my favorites. And I designed the 12-inch for that, Kevin. I designed the 12-inch for that, that song. You're all over this story, Spencer. i got to be all over here. I know. Over. The Jones Show. And it's Kevin's show. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, thank you thank again. You, hey, Kevin. take care. Take care, Kevin. Bye, guys. You too.